All right, hi everyone. Welcome back to your weekly stand up. Your um, actually, I don't know <laughs> your go to question mark for anything like Asian pop culture, and you know your your favorite hosts are back as usual. Uh, it's your boy Pao. And this is Mika. What's good? Actually, fun fact. You know, every time now I say that what's good. Uh, it's because the first time we recorded it, Pao, like I didn't even notice that I did it, and then you pointed it out, and now I can't stop saying it. No, it's really, <laughs> it's really, it's really good. No, what's good is good. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what's good is good. Uh, yeah. And yeah, for the agenda for this week's, uh, yeah, for this episode, stand up is uh, we're going back to music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last episode we talked about uh, Sky Castle yeah. and K Drama. Now we're going back to music and talking about one company in particular, yeah. one very interesting company because of sort of like the work that they've been doing in, in like Asian pop yeah. uh, music. Uh, so Mika, do you mind introducing to our listeners that company? Yes. So a lot of my music is influenced. And we're not sponsored, by yeah. the way. <laughs> by yeah. Just in case you... you... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So this uh, record label, this media... I don't know, collective, this entertainment company uh, focuses on Asian talents, um, really influenced my music taste for the past, I think, maybe three, two to three years now. Um, So today we're talking about 88 Rising. Um, So yeah, Uh, fun fact, it is known, it is called 88 Rising because, you know, 8-8 symbolizes double the luck. In Chinese culture. Oh, really? I, I thought there was a like. I mean, obviously, well, Asian, eight Asian is, in general. I think. I know eight eight is like lucky numbers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I always thought there was gonna be like a, a another level of meaning to it. Maybe there is. We will. <laughs> <laughs> who who knows what what the what kind of discussion led to that? Yeah. Thing, but yeah. What else? Uh, so I guess eighty eight rising. I mean, uh, what I know of them. Well, I I knew them. I found out about them because of Rich Brian. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who's like a Indonesian uh, American artist, hip hop artist. Yeah. Um, who does a lot of? I think he has a lot of like YouTube content, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of YouTube content. Did he grow big on YouTube? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's one of yeah. those. He's one of those artists who grew big mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, and um, I think he was signed on to 88 mm-hmm. Rising, is he? Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, signed on to 88 Rising. And he did this collab with Chungha, mm-hmm. um, who who's a, I guess, a very popular Korean soloist who came from IOI and then, you know, uh, started her own solo career afterwards. And they did this collab. Um, and then that's how I found out about 88 Rising. How, how about you, Mika? What's, what, why do you become interested in, in you know you mentioned it sort of shaped mm-hmm. your your interest in the whole Asian pop Asian hip hop yeah I think around the time that I was shifting I guess from the alternative rock uh, acoustic like side of music onto more R&B hip hop um, the artists that I really liked were from 88 Rising so I really like uh uh, mm-hmm. I really love Nikki, uh, who's Indonesian. Um, I also really like Joji. Um, so Joji actually probably most people know him from his uh, from his YouTube uh, videos. Um, he was like you know 
filthy Frank, uh, pink guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so like, I think his music just really showcased a different side of him. And again, pulling like from the narrative that we talked in a previous episode about, you know, showing different signs of you. Another interesting, uh, thing that I guess I picked up on. Um, but yeah, it was mostly just the music really. And then, you know, once you get into like one artist and then you see the whole, like, uh, that whole God Seven thing again. <laughs> yeah, ish. But I think this one is, ish, it was yeah. more like you got into. I think probably Nikki was the first that I got, like the first mm-hmm. artist that I got into, um, because of Nikki. Like started looking at all the other eighty-eight rising artists, and then here we are. Yeah. Does that happen for? I guess yeah. I think for me that that kind of um, discovery happened. I guess with with. Um, with J Park's label mm. like AOMG, yeah, 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 and higher music, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like sort of because I know J Park and I like his music, mm-hmm. therefore I sort of start to listen to all these other up and coming yeah. like rappers or hip hop artists coming from these labels as well. So I guess it, it was the same for you for for yeah, and years. I think also because uh, I knew like Higher Brothers, who's their like Chinese uh, hip hop uh, duo. Um, are they a duo? I think they are. Yeah. Um, Higher brothers like listen to them. Sorry, sorry, they're not they're not a they're not a duo. They're like a group. Um, but I right. I think I came across uh I came across Higher Brothers in a Chinese program. Um, that's why like you know all of this just came together and yeah. So you mentioned Nikki was the first one that you started listening to. Yeah. What, what's your favorite song from uh, from her? It is impossible to pick because she is a lyrical genius. Um, <laughs> I really liked um, Loki, um, but I think the first one that I heard was... Oh, I thought you you Loki liked this song. Oh, I high-key oh, like, okay. I high-key like, uh, I key like Loki. Um, but the, the song, like, the title is Loki. It's really good. Um, but I think the, the first song by her that I heard was i think chili either chili or i like you and yeah she these are all very i guess kind of like romance mm, like topic mm-hmm. kind yeah, of like yeah, songs. yeah 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 you could say that and what is it about you said her lyrics are just yeah like the word perfection. play <laughs> is really good it's really good yeah you will you will feel it when you hear her sing and her voice is like honey so yeah her runs are amazing yeah, I think it's interesting that you you um, you introduced me to well, you started introducing us to 88 Rising because um, just mm-hmm. the whole concept behind what the company's doing to um, I guess bring more uh, Asian artists into spotlight, especially in terms of like the whole Western music kind of like space. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I think 88 Rising's philosophy is really just. Uh, to put a spotlight on Asian music in the West. Um, Cause Higher Brothers, I think is the first Chinese hip hop, like rap group that saw that kind of international right, success, right. I think. Um, and a lot of artists, you know, like uh, have have experienced the same because of 88 Rising. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the whole, I guess, like globalization because you we, we see that you know like yeah. obviously like c-pop's 
popular in China, <laughs> K-pop is popular in Korea. Yeah. But you don't really see that crossover of you know, um, or rather, we didn't really see that kind of crossover in I guess the last ten years. But maybe like in maybe in the last five yeah. years, the last three years, we we're definitely seeing a lot more. Say for example, a lot more Americans who are um, getting into like K-pop, right? Or, or Westerners mm-hmm. who are getting more into like Asian music, and uh, and vice versa. So. Um, these kinds of companies that are like, I guess, platforms or you know, like sort of like connectors, super connectors for all this talent. It's it's really amazing to to see how they're they're um, creating these collab opportunities, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I, so now that I mentioned collabs, like, what's your favorite? And obviously, 88 Rising does a lot of like these collabs. What's yeah. your favorite collab from them? Oh man, um, I really another like, tough question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna mention a couple. So right. I really like um, well, Nikki and Fom Viferit. Uh, had Nikki a, and who? Sorry, Fom Viferit. Fom is thigh. Mm. Uh, yeah they they did a they did a collab for a song called Strangeland. Um, that was really good. Um. I also really like well this one there a lot. Um, so Jackson Wang, uh, Higher Brothers, uh, Gold Link, and August zero eight, August eighth, uh, Tequila Sunrise. Um, that is my go-to like Chinese New Year song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Joji and Jackson actually also have another one another collab um with Sway Lee is that how you say uh and and Major Laser called Walking uh yeah I think those are oh and of course sorry it's just exposing my whole Jackson Wang uh you know Once again whatever. all roads lead back yeah. to Jackson um, Wang <laughs> Stephanie Poetry and Jackson right, Wang right, I love right, you right. 3000 um yeah I really love Stephanie Poetry as well so yeah yeah, and, and, and yeah, it's quite it's quite amazing to think that these a lot of these artists that you know became popular through ADA Rising, um, I guess were most a lot of them are really good lyricists. Mm. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're very I guess like they, they come from that line of um, artistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that that's one interesting point. And then the second is like a lot of them are from Southeast Asia in particular. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's really amazing to see, considering that we are both from the region as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to see people who are "quote unquote" just like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Eighty Eight Rising has like a subsidiary company uh, called Paradise Rising, just for Philippine acts. So, oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Do they have so... any 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 artists, Philippine artists? Yeah, yeah. So they're all. Um, I think they're all Filipino. Um, it spotlights Filipino music in particular. Um, so they have uh, Kiana V, uh, the uh, daughter of Gary Valenciano. Gary v, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, Lila Alcacid, uh, Augie Alcacid's right, right. daughter. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. all the daughters, <laughs> all the sons and daughters. Well, maybe not all of them, <laughs> but but yeah, them. And yeah, uh, Jason Dakal. I'm not sure how to pronounce no, that correctly, I, but yeah, I, I remember he uh, is also part. You said it very, <laughs> you said it very in a very American way, Jason Dachau. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, just, I just found it really funny. 
what's good what's good <laughs> what's good is good yeah what's good is good for sure have you listened to a lot to the paradise rising people or <laughs> okay laugh break okay so sorry <laughs> yeah 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 um i've listened to the paradise rising uh group Artists, as well yeah. um yeah they're pretty good pretty good any song in particular that you enjoyed from them or any collab right do, do they do a lot of collabs also um they released an ep in 2020 um so it had like i, I think like five to six songs um i remember the one from uh lila alcacid it's called clouds it was done with moves as well right right and just going again on the topic of like these like cross-border kind of like uh, artists from one country and then promoting them in another market or another country. And we see that a lot with, we've seen that a lot with, with K-pop as well. Yeah. Obviously, you have a lot of, like, even in the Philippines, right? You have a lot of, um, I guess, uh, you would say like former Korea, uh, K-pop executives, right? From from one of the big agencies coming to the Philippines and being like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to do something similar yeah, yeah, yeah. to what I used to do back in Korea and start uh, sort of like a Korean style, like Filipino boy band. And we're seeing a lot of that happening sort of like in progress uh, yeah. as well. And even in other countries too. So yeah, it's a really interesting development to watch. How, how do you think it will, um, I guess on a, on a more meta level, right? Like, how do you th- do you think will it affect sort of like the music that we're listening to? Do you think it's good for? I mean, like, I mean, do you think it like how will it uh, change the way that you think it's good for 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 specific cultures, right? Because, for example, you have this sense that you know uh, you're trying to promote to a different market, like the U.S., for example, and so you try to try to streamline or try to align your music. From business perspective, right, you try to align your music with whatever uh, your target market wants, right? So that how will that affect the music from your own like home country or home market, right? Yeah, I think I would definitely like um, point out that, for example, OPM feels still sort of different from, right, like, right, let's right, say, definitely. the uh, the material that Paradise Rising is. Uh, you know, uh, creating. Um, but I think it's a good recognition of Asian talent um, that, you know, they're these cool Asian kids making this kind of music. Too. Uh, <laughs> that's what we are as well. We're cool Asian kids, uh, you know, who have a podcast, um, embrace it. Um, but yeah, I think it goes both ways. Like for us, we can appreciate all these kinds of songs, but you know, maybe songs in our language and our vernacular, um, something that we, I wouldn't say like um, have put a hold on because there is still a lot of good, like, you know, Filipino songs that I listen for to. For sure, as well. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely just, you know, sometimes when you listen to these songs by Asian artists, you don't even think like at for the first listen, you probably like, okay, it's like one of those songs that you hear on the radio. Um, and then you find out, oh, they're Asian. It, I think that's the, like the progression as opposed to like when you hear K-pop, it's like, okay, it's a different, it's a different language. So I know it's like something that, you know, I don't really understand at first. Right, right, right. Um, I think language plays a big part because um, 
like let's say for 88 rising although they do like kaya brothers i know they they do like uh create chinese. songs in chinese yeah. um but mostly it's english based so i think that's the kind of like bridging of cultures that they're trying to target a very i guess like english kind of like focus yeah, kind of yeah. Like music yeah 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 that's quite you interesting. know it's universal like music is universal so right right Yeah, and I mean that's the whole reason we like for me, for example, like even before I I learned how to speak Korean, like really became interested in in the culture and the music, right? Uh, even if I didn't completely understand the language, and even to this day, I just like there's some like rap that I still don't understand the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even in English, definitely. I still don't understand the lyrics sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely transcends language for sure. But I, I'd say like language does play a significant role in the, I guess who who gets to listen to it and who would be. Uh, who it's distributed to, rather, right? Um, yeah, like the the whole cross border thing is interesting. Like the the first time that I sort of saw its effects was doing my semester abroad in Korea, and then mm. like one of my was it one of the other exchange students, I think, probably started mentioning to me about this uh, artist, Filipino American artist Jeff Bernat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion, and then he was ta- like, they were telling me like, oh, they're really famous. In Korea, they're not as famous yeah. in the U.S. where they are, but they're famous in Korea. Yeah, because of their music, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty weird," but at the same time, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I started listening. I started listening to them uh, because of that suggestion. <laughs> um, and you know, being Filipino, like uh, Filipinos are always we're we're easily tempted by any opportunity to be proud of anybody who has like even like one percent that is so true one percent filipino blood the slightest like that's just a drop and they're like this part filipino no matter how small that part may right, be right, right. yeah so i definitely felt that for sure um <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's it, it's always interesting to find the, these kinds of like crossover kind of like genre. I would say, in a sense, it's it's sort of a genre on its own. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. I would say. Right, yeah, and and to wrap up this quite uh, educational, very educational episode, in terms of like discovering new music, we're gonna play for you the song that I mentioned earlier, the song that that led me to Eight Eight Rising, which is uh, Rich Brian's uh, These Nights. Featuring Chongha. On fact, everyone, before we picked the song, we were laughing because Pa was like, "This sounds like these nuts." Okay, maybe, yeah, that might have. <laughs> now, now they're gonna hear these nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot unhear things yeah. you can't unhear. But yeah. But yeah, we hope you you know um, take a listen to the songs by Eight Eight Rising, Paradise Rising. Um, and enjoy the music and that's it for today's uh, weekly stand up hope you enjoy bye bye